welcome to PS10 Radio. I am your host, Angelon, and today is Parent to Parent. It's September, and although we know that this signals the fall season, I'm just not ready. I'm not ready at all. My kids are teenagers. They need new jackets, fall clothing. It's just another trip to the store to go shopping that I'm just not looking forward to. So, yes, um, a mother's job is never done. Despite the fact that I already went school shopping at the end of the summer, which seemed like it was only like three or four weeks ago, but it has been like a month now. So, anyways, I do realize the benefits of having uniforms for schools because when my kids went to schools that had uniforms, I didn't have to go to the store as often, at least not every season. It was mainly for growth spurts or because it was winter or it was about to be summer, so they needed summer clothing. But now that they are in a district, they're attending schools in a district that does not require uniforms, they do have to like have a array of clothing and for different seasons, all four seasons. So this is just putting another thing on my to-do list for this season, but that's okay. So anyways, welcome again. And today we're going to talk about success and what is success when it pertains to being a parent. I personally believe that success is really contingent on what every individual believes. How do you define success as an individual for yourself? How do you define your success in parenting for yourself? I believe that in this age with society being this selfie, vlogging, record everything that happens to me type of society. I believe we do a lot of comparing and contrasting of other people's lives to our own. And it causes us to do a lot of questioning. Are we doing things right? Are we doing something wrong? How come we don't have this? Why do they get all these good things happening to them? And we look at everyone's situation, but People have different situations, people have different backgrounds, people have different experiences. There's a reason for everything. Even for people who don't have a lot or they seem not to have a lot, they too can still be successful. And it's all defined by what they feel is successful for them in their life and their situation. So it's going to be different for every individual. And even though someone's situation may look like yours or they may have similar circumstance they may even have the same uh, family dynamic there's different genes there's different climates different cultures different ethnicities there's all kinds of differences that are put into play for that person's unique situation. So that's why we are still unique individuals and our families are unique for to just us because despite the fact that they may look similar to someone else's because there's so many other factors that go into it. So today I'm kind of looking at an article. It was called The 10 Habits of a Successful Mom and you can completely adopt this to 
being a successful father or just a successful parent in general. But specifically, we're going to look at moms because this is what the article was written for and about. It's on a website called todaysthebestday.com, and the author is Danielle Davis. And I love one of the quotes that she has, and I'm going to probably put this on my Instagram so that you guys can see it on the Positive Steps page. The, that, um, the quote goes like this, Successful mothers are not the ones that have never struggled. They are the ones that never give up despite the struggles. I love that. I love that because I can identify with that. And I really appreciate the fact that she identifies mothers who struggle as successful because many people wouldn't consider someone who's struggling successful. But I appreciate that this author did. And um, she actually was not the one that said the quote. I think the quote was by, let me see who the quote was by. It was by Sharon Janes, but she has this on the website and I appreciated that. So in the article, 10 Habits of a Successful Mother, a Successful Mom rather, Danielle Davis defines success for her as having happiness and satisfaction. So she didn't include money or anything like that. She basically was focusing on just finding joy every day and being with her children. She was working in outside of the home and she decided once she got uh, pregnant and had had her first child that she was going to be a full-time mother. And that's beautiful. And there are many people who choose that. They choose to put their career as a mother ahead of a career outside the home because they have the means to do that per se of their spouse or financial situation or maybe parents or grandparents that are willing to help supplement their income or their lifestyle. But I think it's important to note that this is a personal choice and Also to note that being a mother is a full-time job and it's a very difficult one because you have to be there all the time and you're everything. You don't get six to eight hours where your child is away at school or at a daycare while you're working. So you have all of your time and all of your attention pretty much is there at your child's beck and call. I bring that up to say everyone is not in that position. I'm not in that position. I do work outside the home, always have. It's been a journey. I remember when I first had my first child, my son, it was just, it was a nice setup situation because I was, my, my, Parents were very involved, so I was able to go to work with ease, no worries. He's with grandparents, and they're taking care of him 100%. By the time, four years later, my daughter was born, my father had went to the hospital, my mother was struggling, trying to take care of him. She was like, I cannot watch a baby as well. I had to find 
outside of my immediate family who can help me. And I, I was just so blessed with my best friends and my, my, my aunts and just different people in my extended family and my loved one circle that I was able to tap into so that I could still be a working mother and also be a parent and my child be in a safe place. So I totally get it. Working outside the home is difficult and working in the home as a at-home mother full-time is also difficult. So that's not even a debate that we want to have today. (laughs) But when I thought about how she was in the article stating about all of the joy she found with raising her children and full time and how she found satisfaction and happiness in that task alone. I just said, can I, could I do that? And can I say that I truly feel like happiness and satisfaction in my career alone or, you know, in the, the current situation that I am in and Sometimes we cannot control our situations. I am looking at my current situation and I have to find joy in it. And I really appreciated the article and the author of the article just being able to help us to understand that. When you read it, and hopefully you will, you'll understand what I mean. So I looked at, first of all, can I honestly say I'm happy and satisfied with where I am today? Like, do I find joy in every day? And honestly, no, some days are more difficult than others, but I have developed a attitude of just being grateful. I found a great gratitude journal that I have put on my phone. It alerts me daily to remind me to be grateful and to find some kind of joy in the day and something to be grateful for in the day. And I am so glad that I found something like that because I was really seeking that. I was seeking that by, I was trying to journal, I was trying to uh, read devotionals and things like that. And although they, you know, and affirmations as well, although they are inspiring, sometimes I feel like I was only feeling that how deep it was at the moment I was reading it. But then as my day went on, I just like, I couldn't even remember what was the affirmation that I read this morning or what was the devotional that I read about this morning. So it was nice to just have that alert on my phone because it just helped me to, it was like a reminder that hello, you're supposed to be grateful today. Think of your things that you're grateful for. And then I hold myself accountable and I say, I cannot go to bed without writing in my gratitude journal, the things that I'm grateful for. What am I satisfied with? What made me smile? What made me happy that day? And that just brings me back to my children and bringing us back to the article. As a mother, you know, we have to just be thankful for the fact that we were even blessed to be someone's mother. And we have to think of how we can find that joy, even if our children are getting on our nerves or they're not 
making the choices that we encourage them to make or they just seem like so much work or there's so many different other factors going on or um, anything. We're so busy and I keep us busy or whatever it is. You just have to remember, one, you know, your love for them. And you also have to remember you're, you're blessed to be their mother and you're blessed to have them as your children. So we have to look at the whole big picture. And when you do that, I think you can find the little joys in every day and being someone's mother. And you could also do that in many other things as well. Your outside career and your spouse and your family in general in yourself. But for purposes of today, I would just say, Let's look at some of the things that we can do as moms that will help us to be even more successful moms. So that brings me back to the article and the fact that the author offered up 10 habits. And those are the things that I want to share today. The first one is taking time for you. And I felt that that was really important. I could definitely identify with that. She talks about how it is so important that you take time for yourself because of all the busy things that we have to do and accomplish and all the roles that we take on. We need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. That means eating right, um, just being able to relax for a moment, take a breath. Sometimes we have to go in the bathroom, even though we see those little fingers come under the door (laughs) when they're young, you still have to take that time for you. And it's not selfish. It's something that you need. You need to take a, a breather and take a breath before you move on to the next task. It's important to take time for you as a mom, because if you're not taking care of yourself and practicing self care, then you're not able to give the best that you could give to your children. And number two, life is better when you're laughing. It's important for us to laugh and to enjoy our family and to enjoy each day. And nothing is perfect and there's going to be things that happen that are going to trip you out. But instead of you getting upset all the time or irritated or snapping, just laugh for a second You know, even if you have to tickle your kids or if you have to read a joke book together or watch a silly video or something like that. Or, I mean, I see so many opportunities in each one of my days that I think back on and I'm like, I could have, this was so, I could have just laughed it off or whatever, or I'm so glad that we laughed, whatever it may be. Find some kind of humor in it so that you can either chuckle to yourself or laugh with your children even better because it's nice to, for them to be able to remember that you used to have days where you laughed together and spent time together. Number three, it's all about the schedule. So make sure that you are not overscheduling yourself, but also that you are being able to manage everything that is very important. A routine is very important for kids. They need a consistent routine. They need to be able to rely on you, rely that you know what's going on. And as a mom, 
that's usually our role. We're usually the ones that are getting everyone together. We know where everyone needs to be, at what time, for how long, when they get picked up, when they get dropped off. It's very important. So it's important for us to really be on top of that schedule. I like to use a calendar. I use I coordinate my calendar with my phone calendar, a wall calendar. I even have a planner that I use at work. I try to have it all incorporated. Yes, it's three different places, but for me, that helps me to manage the best. So you need to find out what helps you to manage the best so that your schedule is consistent and it's a routine that your kids can rely on. Number four, focus on family because family should come first. Let your home come first. Even if you work outside the home and you have a demanding job, your home is first. It's not success outside the home isn't worth it if you have turmoil and chaos in your home. So if you're not taking care of your home first, and that's how you live, like it's going to eventually reap its ugly head. So you have to be careful how you manage your home and also how you manage your attention. Your focus really should be on making sure your family is good first and then move on to your next role or responsibility. Five, girls just want to have fun and that's okay. And I like that she put this in here. It's basically get out with other females, get out with other women and hang out and have fun. Your mom, your sister, your your best friends, your, your colleagues that or another mother that you know or a neighbor, someone who you know you can have fun with, someone that you get along with well, someone that makes me makes you laugh someone that likes to do the things you like to do, you know, different friends serve different purposes. You might have a friend who loves to go dancing, call her up, make a date. You guys have your night out. Or you might have a friend who really loves going to the movies or maybe someone who loves to paint. You guys make those plans. You have to get out and just not lose track of you and who you are. And being with your girls, that is just like the best the best opportunity to just not have a care. You don't have to be the manager of time. You don't have to be the mother that knows all. You can just be you, a woman, enjoying yourself and having fun. Number six, create a happy, healthy house. So I like this one because I do think it's important for us to provide a healthy space for our kids to grow up. I think they um, they appreciate that when they get older. There are so many, think of all your friends, colleagues, people you run into, strangers, whatever that you've talked to that have nothing but reflections of a negative childhood. Maybe they had um, a household of like turmoil and just chaos and and uncertainty. And if you can provide something that's better for your children than what you had or, you know, or then you know that someone else has had. I mean, that's a step in the right direction. And all we're trying to do is to be better. Nobody's trying to be perfect. We're just saying it's important to create memories and just create a happy, healthy household. And, you know, just just do your best. 
Seven, don't worry about the Joneses. <clears throat> Again, we just don't want to look at social media. People are putting up there what they want you to see. They're putting up there what they want you to know. And there are some people that air their dirty laundry, but a lot of people don't. Don't compare yourself to, to those people. Don't even compare yourself to the dirty laundry. <laughs> you know, like, oh, they think that's bad. My stuff is worse. It's, there's no comparison. Everybody has different experiences, different backgrounds, different situations that are unique to them. And what's terrible to some person may actually not be as bad as an actual situation to someone else. So we don't know what other people are really doing behind the social media or behind the stories that they share, but we don't have to compare. We don't have to contrast. It's just, just do you. Don't worry about them. Eight, call for help. If you need help and you need a break and your spouse is able to help you, great. If you do not have a spouse or if your spouse is just as busy as you are, call your mother, call a friend, call a neighbor, call an extended family, a relative, someone who can help you so that you can take a break. And again, it goes back to taking time for you. Number nine, learn how to say no. There are things that come up that you may feel like, yes, I want to do that. Yes, I want to do that. Yes, I want to do that. But you also have to prioritize. You have a schedule and a routine for your family that you're trying to uphold. You're trying to focus on your family so they're not feeling neglected. You just don't want to put too much on your plate. You're only one person and you can't juggle everything and you're not superwoman, even though we ho- we want to be. I know I, I want to be Wonder Woman, but um, I, I have also learned that I cannot be Wonder Woman. Like I want to be Wonder Woman and on the outside, I am Wonder Woman, like, you know, but on the inside, I'm like, OK, one or two things at a time, Angeline. You get overwhelmed, you start making mistakes. And so I have to look at my what my capacity and what I know that I can handle. I can't do it all, but I can do a lot, but I can't do, do it all. So that's when I start to ask for help or I just start to say no or not right now. Or I put things on my to-do list to do at a later time when I have more time and more availability. And number 10 Do what you can do in the best way you know. So a lot of times we look at what we're doing and we think, hmm, I think I could do better or I'm not doing my best. But just remember, you just want to do better than you were yesterday. I love that quote. I don't remember who quoted that or whose quote that is, but I just love that idea because if you're always trying to compare yourself to someone else or you're trying to reach this fantasy goal that you put for yourself that is just unattainable, it's not even realistic, you don't want to shoot too high, but you want to be able to be realistic. I mean, you have to consider your children, what their needs are, if there's any disabilities or learning challenges or behavioral challenges or time constraints or maybe you don't have enough help or you know money financial situations you have to look at so many different factors that you can't make 
your goal, the ultimate perfect family, the ultimate perfect mom, so you can have the ultimate perfect kids, because that may be too much, and it's unrealistic, and it just puts unrealistic pressure on yourself and on your kids and on your family. So just do what you can and take each day as it is and be appreciative for each day. Maybe you can start a gratitude journal just about your kids and the challenges you overcome every day with your kids or even like your own thinking sometimes about your children. Like I said, sometimes our children are challenging. They do do things like get on our nerves or they do things that uh, we wish they wouldn't have done or they would do better. But we just can't, um, we can't focus on that. We have to focus on what are the good things that they are doing. What are the positives that are going on at this moment? And like I said, I just love the quote that she has on the website. Successful mothers are not the ones that have never struggled. They are the ones that never give up despite the struggles. And that is by Sharon Jane's. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode today. And like I said, check out today's thebestday.com. I think that she has some excellent resources on there for parents, especially for mothers. And be the best parent that you can be one positive step at a time. Peace.